Hey guys, it's Brooklyn here and welcome back to the Sit Back and Chat podcast. I'm not even going to do the entire intro, like as of right now at least, because I'm just going to tell you right now. So usually I would do the whole intro and then tell you whatever I was going to tell you, like regarding the podcast and life update and all of that type of stuff after the intro, but I'm just going to tell you right now because you know what? The structure of the podcast is changing for the better. So listen here real quick. Basically, I want the podcast to seem like less robotic and more like personality, more like me and who I actually am because I feel like I'm reading the intro and just reading it and it's like not personalized at this point and you like already know I'm going to say if you listen to the podcast. So we're cutting all of that out for right now at least. So hello everyone. I hope you guys are doing well and I just want to say that I want this podcast to be more like a sitting back and chatting moment because it's called sit back and chat. So why not me just sitting back here and chatting with you as I normally would with anyone? Obviously, my podcast is a solo podcast, so it's kind of awkward at times for me just to be sitting here and recording and talking to myself, basically, which if you really think about it, I'm talking to you guys, but I'm getting no response because I'm recording it. You know what I mean? I feel like I'm making this way more confusing than it actually is, but you guys get what I'm saying. All of that to say that I want this to be more casual, like I'm sitting here and chatting with you. So it matches the title more like sit back and chat with Brooklyn B like you're sitting and chatting with me. You are getting me in my most organic state. You're getting me. You're getting who you would get if you saw me on the streets and you were talking to me. I want you to get all of me, the full me, the real me, not the podcast me, like who I actually am. And I just want to showcase more of my personality, more of who I am, less, you know, structured and more casual because why not? I just want this environment to be fun, fresh, and, you know, just upbeat. I feel like I was getting to a point in some of my episodes where it was just me talking about a topic and I'm a very organized person so I usually have an outline and I felt like it was more getting towards the outline, less of me and my personality in a real person. So I want that real person, the real me, the real everything to just be out here and we're actually talking as if we were friends even though we are friends. I'm friends with all of you. Love you guys. As for right now, or for this episode at least, I mean, I changed my mind a lot. I'm so indecisive, so watch this episode. It's going to be super casual, fun, and fresh, and then the next one is going to be like the entire same intro that it usually is, even though I just said that I wasn't going to do that anymore. Just bear with me, guys. I can never make up my mind on anything, ever. There's never been a time in my life where I've actually made up my mind, and after I made that decision, I wasn't overanalyzing my decision and being like, well, what if I made the wrong decision? Like, that's just me. I cannot be the only one that's super indecisive. And then once I finally do make a decision, I question myself. I don't know. As you can see, I'm a very bad standardized test taker. And speaking of standardized tests, the SAT is tomorrow. And let me just say, um, yeah, that's it. That's the tweet. That's all I have to say about that. There's no comment. Just for me to rant about standardized tests really quick. Why do they exist? Why is this a thing? especially the SAT, like it does absolutely nothing. You studying for the SAT is just you studying the structure of the test. There's no really prior knowledge that you can really have to prepare you for this test. Like I am so good at English, so good at writing. Like I'm literally writing a book right now as we speak. So good at all of that stuff. Always get A pluses on my essays. Like, you know, I've I've literally won young authors when I was little. It was basically a thing where you write a book and you can win and get it published. So I won that. But when it comes to the SAT and we're on the writing and reading and grammar and everything, like I, it doesn't click for me. It does not click because 
you're learning the test, not the material. I just feel like the SAT in general is unfair unless you have money and funds to actually go to SAT, you know, like tutoring because there's no like knowledge you can really have that's going to prepare you for the test unless you're studying the structure of the test. I'm not saying that I don't have these funds to go to tutoring and all that type of stuff, but I'm just saying that for people that are less fortunate than me and things like that, and you can't do those things, then you're not going to do well on the test. And I feel like it's a test that's, you know, kind of put out there for you to not do well if you are less fortunate, but that's a whole nother conversation. I definitely feel like the SAT and just standardized tests in general, like not just to bash on the SAT, but standardized tests in general are very classes. And when I'm saying that, it's because if you are underprivileged and in the lower class, then you can't afford to go to these tutoring things. Like it's like $60 an hour and you need to go a lot if you want a good score on this test. And if you can't afford that, you're not going to do good, which is why you see all of these people that are very privileged and middle class, upper middle class, or just wealthy in general that are getting such good scores on this because they are paying to essentially get these scores because you have to go to a certain tutoring to benefit and get those scores on this test. That's why I don't like standardized testing. It doesn't test you on knowledge. It just tests you on your knowledge of the actual test, not just on the knowledge you have in general. And most of the time, the stuff that they're asking you is stuff that you've never learned in school, ever, especially the math section. Like, never seen any of that stuff in my life, but that's just me. Wish me luck for that. That is tomorrow when this episode goes live, so hopefully everything goes well. Hopefully, but I feel like I'm going to end up retaking it because I'm not 100% confident in my abilities to get the score that I want. So that kind of sucks, but it is what it is. And one more thing on that, I don't get why if we are going to have standardized tests, like why can't it test us on our knowledge? Just like our knowledge of random stuff. What is the biggest planet? Like if it's a science section and just like stuff like that. I don't get why it's structured the way that it is structured. And like for the math section, like it should actually test us on math stuff that we've actually learned. I'm telling you, the stuff on the SAT math section is stuff that I have never seen in my life before SAT tutoring, ever. And they word everything in such a confusing way. Like they are just trying to like mess you up. And I just, I can't, I can't do it. It's not fair. It really isn't fair at all. You basically have to pay to get a good score by going to tutoring and putting in all of these hours. And yeah, so let's abolish standardized testing. Yeah, I think we should. But like I said, that's just my opinion. I feel like it's pretty, it's a pretty popular opinion. I don't know anyone who likes standardized testing, but if you do, let me know. We can debate each other. All of that that I just said, I'm looking at the recording platform that I'm using this on and we're at like eight minutes of me just ranting about stuff that has nothing to do with what this episode's about. So I'm sorry for all of that. But like I said, you're getting my organic self and I tend to flip-flop a lot and my thoughts are very scattered all the time. So this is Brooklyn not looking at an outline. I'm all over the place and we're talking about stuff that has nothing to do with the main topic. So bear with me. But I feel so free. I feel like I'm acting so different. Like this is not usually how I would record. And I like this. I like it. So hopefully you guys like it too. But one more thing, and I promise we are going to get into the topic. But if you are in Generation Z and you actually listen to my podcast, I just want to say that I really, really appreciate you because getting our generation to like actually listen to anything that's not a trend or not popular is so so, so, so hard. And if you're in Generation Z and you even listen to podcasts in general, I commend you. 
thank you for choosing my podcast. Thank you for coming to listen to my podcast every single week. Or if this is your first time, thank you for checking me out. And I hope you stay. And I hope I'm not annoying you and you're like, I'm turning this off. Please stay. I promise I'm going to give you some insight. I promise. Just bear with me. But hello, everyone. My name is Brooklyn, Brooklyn B to be exact. And I am your podcast host of Sit Back and Chat. I'm the creator and host of this entire just institution of Sit Back and Chat. So hi, thank you for joining me. As you can see by my blabbermouth self, I have a lot to discuss with you today. I am so glad that you are here to tune into my podcast. On this podcast, we discuss many things, including but never, ever, ever limited to advice giving, life experience sharing, story time telling, and self-care helping types of topics, and the occasional rant like we just had. But regardless, I post new episodes each and every single Tuesday, so make sure you are here to tune in when a new episode is released so we can hang out and sit back and chat, as the title says. As always, my social media and the social media of the podcast is linked in the episode's description, as well as petitions and information on important things that are currently going on. Please make sure you click on the link under all links relating to the podcast and the host, and there you will find everything relating to the podcast and the host, which is me. There you will find all of my social media as well as sit back and chat social media, including our Instagram, Facebook, things like that. And in addition to that, you will find links to every single platform that you can listen to the podcast on. There you will also find the buy the podcast a coffee link. Buy Me A Coffee is a platform where you can support content creators and help them continue to put out high quality content. Podcasting is definitely not free, I wish it was, and it requires a lot of time, energy, planning, monthly fees, and pricey equipment. I wish it wasn't as time consuming and pricey as it is, but you know, that's the world, capitalism, blah, blah, blah. Through this lovely platform, you can buy the podcast a coffee. This means you can send a tip slash donation or whatever you would like to describe it as to show your support to sit back and chat. The donation is the price of your average cup of coffee, which is $4, but you can donate more if that's what you would like to do. This helps me continue to create, edit, and produce the podcast that you are listening to right now now. But please don't get the wrong idea. Listening to the podcast, following me, liking my stuff on Instagram is all amazing ways to support the podcast. You definitely do not have to donate, especially if you do not have the means to. Do not feel like you're being pressured to donate or anything like that. It's fine. Listening and all of that is support enough. And I cannot thank you guys enough for all of that. Like you guys actually listen to the things I put on the internet. That is mind blowing. If you would like and if you have the ability to, supporting creators by donating to their platform is another great way to support and keep the show running. Whether you can donate or not, listening, supporting, sharing, and referring are all amazing ways to support and it never, ever, ever goes unnoticed. With all of that being said, I love and appreciate you guys all so much for listening to my podcast. That's so crazy. Like, I don't think you understand how crazy that is. And thank you, thank you, thank you. As you can tell by the title, today I'll be talking about seeking validation. So put in some headphones, grab some snacks, and sit back and chat with me, Brooklyn B. Hi everyone, how are you doing? So, as you already know, or if you don't already know, we are back to our regular scheduled content of advice giving and just talking and helping each other out. So, if you're here for that, I'm glad because that's what I'm doing as of right now. But now on the podcast is the time where I'd give my life update. So, I pretty much updated you guys on a lot of my life in the very beginning of my episode. I'm taking the SAT tomorrow, so that's a pretty big life event that's happening. 
Something that's been going on is that there was a lot of problems with my car because there was someone who ended up fixing my car and kind of, I don't want to say kind of, they messed up my car basically. And now I have engine failure. So my car is pretty much done for. So I had to trade it in, but I'm getting a new car, a new and improved upgraded car. And I'm really happy, really grateful for everyone who has made this possible. Shout out to you, mom and dad. Love you guys so much. And yeah, so now I have a new car. It is a Mercedes um, it is a Mercedes, um, 250 CLA. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. All I know is that it has CLA in it and I think 250 or 350. I don't know. I'm not good with cars as you can see, but it's red, my favorite color for cars. And it's everything that I could have ever wanted and could have asked for. So thank you for everyone that made that possible. Other than that, I have been living life, doing school, not very patiently waiting for summer. I'm pretty much over school. I have such bad senioritis and I'm not even a senior yet. So that's horrible. Don't be like me, but I'm getting all my work done. Still have all A's. All of that stuff is still going great and well. So that's pretty much my life update. Without further ado, let's get right into the episode. Seeking validation. Oh boy. So I did not write a singular note for this episode. So this is about to be a entire roller coaster. Like I said, you're getting the organic me. Like you are getting the real Brooklyn B. You might love it. You might hate it. I'm not even going to lie to you guys. I have such a problem when it comes to seeking validation from anything and everything. I feel like I always need to be validated and that's a problem within myself. And I know a lot of other people struggle with this mostly due to social media and I think that's where it stems from. So I'm going to talk about me and my experience a little bit and then help you guys. And you know, me telling my experience kind of helps you guys, puts it in perspective and you might be struggling with the same thing. So let's talk about it. I got on social media at such a young age that it's honestly scary. Um, I definitely got my first phone when I was in second or third grade, which is so so young, but regardless of all of that, I really wanted a phone. Everyone else pretty much had a phone, so it was kind of just a thing. But in getting a phone, of course, when you first get one, you just have games and stuff like that when you're super young, but then social media was on and popping, especially when I was young. That's when Instagram and Snapchat and all that stuff first started. Like it was nothing like how it is now, but that's when it was starting. But that's when Instagram was more casual, like you just posted pictures with your tongue out, like just crazy stuff. And now it's just like you have to be a model or else your pictures aren't going to get likes, but that's a whole nother conversation. Regardless, I got on social media at such a young age and all of my friends were on social media and all that type of stuff. And I feel like my problem with seeking validation from other people didn't start until I got on social media. I didn't necessarily get on social media until like fifth or sixth grade. And when I was in school, all of my friends were in a grade above me. I didn't really get along with anyone in my class for whatever reason. And I just naturally usually have friends that are older than me because I'm usually just, I just connect with them more. Seeing my friends that are older than me on social media obviously influenced me to get social media too. And when I did, I was hit with reality immediately. I was definitely an ugly duckling. I'm not going to lie. I was not the cutest child. I was really cute when I was super, super young. But like once you get through that weird phase of like fourth grade and up, I just like, I just looked weird at that point. Like, I don't know. I just... I wasn't on and popping. I was already insecure in the fact of that, but then when I got on social media, that made my insecurity so, so much worse. 
just seeing my friends posting on Instagram like selfies and all that type of stuff and seeing them get all of these likes, all of these comments, all of these followers and then I post something and it literally has three likes. Like, I don't know. That just does something to you. It really does, especially when you have the same amount of followers and you're not getting the same like love as someone else. It makes you feel like there's something wrong with you. Not to get into kitty love and all of that type of stuff, but you know, when you're young, you have like crushes and all that type of stuff. So I was just never sought after or anything. And all of my friends like always had all these crushes and like these little quote unquote boyfriends. Like no one had a real boyfriend back then. We were we were like in seventh grade, but you know, you know what I'm talking about. Just like when you're young, all of that was going on and I never like had any of that. No one ever had a crush on me. No one ever liked me. Like I was just a friend to everyone and that kind of just makes you insecure in the fact that all of your other friends are getting all this attention and validation from boys and things like that it just makes you feel insecure and I felt super super insecure because I just never got you know attention or validation that everyone else got and it made me feel really ugly and insecure about myself more than I already was before any of that was happening. Okay, now I'm getting really deep. Like, I feel like I never really talk about any of this stuff and now I'm talking about it to post it on the internet, but it's true, it's true. And I'm like being open and honest in the fact that this happens, it happened to me and it's probably happening to other people. Like, in all honesty, or you've had the same experience as me and it's kind of just makes you feel better to know that someone else went through the same exact thing and you can kind of just see my mindset and my mentality and where I am now aside from all that stuff that happened when I was younger. Usually stuff when you're younger, it sticks with you. Then I started getting to this point where I felt like I had to change myself to like get the same attention that everyone else was getting, get all of these likes, have all these people having a crush on me. Like it sounds really shallow now that you think about it and it didn't even matter because none of that stuff was real. Like you're not going to marry your seventh grade boyfriend, nor do you even hang out with your seventh grade boyfriend. Like it's kind of just like an in-school thing. It was so stupid. All of this to say that I ended up trying to change myself to try to fit in and fit to these beauty standards and fit how my other friends looked when doing all of that stuff wasn't going to change anything because I was still me. I started having the desire to wear makeup in like seventh grade and I got highlights in my hair. Like I was trying to do all of this stuff to make myself feel better about myself and to make myself I don't want to say more desirable to all of these people because at the end of the day, it wasn't even that I was trying to get attention from them. It was that all of these other factors made me feel so insecure to the fact that I felt like I needed to change everything about myself to feel comfortable. I started doing all this stuff to make me feel comfortable, getting my highlights, starting wearing makeup, blah, 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 blah. And yes, I guess it made me feel better about myself, but that didn't change the fact that no one, you know, had a crush on me or blah, 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 which in turn made me feel worse. So it's just like I changed all of this stuff about myself. I felt better about myself but because other people didn't perceive me better or see me, you know, in a better light. That still made me feel bad about myself because I was seeking validation from them. All in all, what I'm trying to tell you guys is that how they felt about me was how I felt about myself. So if someone didn't think that I was pretty, then I didn't think that I was pretty. You know what I mean? It was their influence and their opinions that was shaping my own about who I was, which should never be the case ever. But I didn't know any better. I was young. What am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to know like at all? So that's why I'm telling you guys this to put it in perspective and help you if you're currently going through that right now or, you know, if you have gone through that just to kind of comfort you and let you know that you are not the only one. And the thing is, I was such an awesome kid and I didn't even see the value within myself. I was doing all of these amazing things with gymnastics, volleyball. I played club volleyball with kids that were so much older than me and I was on this team. It was a 
you 15 team, 15 year olds, you're 15 when you're in freshman year, sometimes even sophomore year if your birthday's late. And I was in seventh grade. I was like 12 or 13 playing with these girls that were so much older than me. I had so much going for me, but I didn't see that because other people's, you know, opinions on me and visions of me and just impressions of me meant more to me than what I was doing for myself and what I thought about myself inside. Their outside influence was how I felt about myself inside. And it's horrible and it's sad that I didn't even see my own value and that all of these other people and what they thought about me was how I felt about myself. But I just sought so much validation from other people. And I really truly think that that stemmed from social media and the likes and the followers and all that type of stuff. Because if you think about it, social media is all about validation. You know, you're validated by your followers, your follower count. If you have a lot of followers, you feel validated because a lot of people are following you, which can translate into a lot of people like you. But then again, I know people that have a lot of followers that are disliked heavily. So it just all kind of goes hand in hand. And your likes, if you get a lot of likes, you feel better about your posts. But if only 50 people like your posts and you're capable of getting 700 likes, I mean, yeah, that makes you feel pretty crappy about yourself because it's just like, why aren't people liking this? You're seeking validation. And social media, in my opinion, is the cause of that because I never had the issues that I had before I got on social media, not to blame social media, but just to say that it influenced me in a very negative light at such a young age, which translates to all of my struggles up until this point. Especially when it comes to my self-esteem, I still do struggle with seeking validation from other people. I really do. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you guys and be like, well, in seventh and eighth grade, I felt this way, but now I'm healed and I feel so much better and I'm going to teach you how to do it too. Because it's a constant struggle. It's a constant battle. You're never just like 100% over anything. Like it still lingers. This happens to be something that lingers pretty heavily and I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I'm completely fine and I changed my mindset. I'm a completely different person that doesn't seek validation. You shouldn't either. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you guys like that. I'm being completely and utterly honest in everything I'm saying. I am a pretty confident person as we're speaking right now in present day. I'm very confident. I think very highly of myself and my abilities because I'm just comfortable with myself. But then at the end of the day, I feel confident in myself and my abilities and who I am and what can I, I can achieve. But when it comes to my looks, let me just tell you, I feel like I need to be validated or else I feel ugly and very unattractive. I just feel like a lot of the stuff that happened when I was in middle school kind of scarred me in a way, just being like kind of like the ugly duckling and things like that. Um, that definitely did not affect my life in a positive light at all. That still, you know, resonates to me to this day. I mean, I just feel very low self-esteem when it comes to my physical appearance and I really think that stems from being called ugly and unattractive when I was little that now I just feel that way kind of all the time even though I've grown from that and I've definitely grown into like who I am my face and everything like that but it just kind of always sits with you and I wish I was more confident when it comes to that. I do have the tendency if other people don't think that I'm pretty or I'm beautiful or things like that, then I don't think I'm pretty or beautiful, which is really, really, really harmful for me. But it's just something that I can't break at all. And I don't know why. Sometimes I feel like I can break it when, you know, constantly other people's opinions aren't in my face, then obviously I don't think about it and I can break that. And I think that I'm very pretty and I'm very beautiful. But if someone doesn't think the same, that's when I just break. Like my foundation is not very strong when it comes to my self-esteem in that light, which changing topics kind of, I talk about this in a lot of interviews that I do because the most heavily 
you know, asked question that I get is why did I start this podcast? And I don't want to say it's necessarily because, oh my gosh, I've had a passion for podcasting for so long. No, actually, I wanted to start a YouTube channel, but the only thing that held me back was my looks. Not because I don't think I'm pretty or things like that, or not that it even matters if I was or if I wasn't because everyone's beautiful, beauty subjective. That's a whole nother conversation. But it was because I'm so sensitive do my looks in effect and my self-esteem is like pretty low when it comes to that that I didn't want to put my face on YouTube because if anyone said anything about anything I would break immediately and probably delete all of my social media and hide under my covers for the rest of eternity so that's why I have a podcast because I was so unstable with my self-esteem regarding my looks that I knew I wouldn't be able to handle having a YouTube channel if anyone commented on my physical appearance because I'm the type of person that wants to be the best at everything I do and that even comes to my physical appearance and I feel like if I don't look my best or if people don't think that I'm conventionally attractive and things like that then I feel so bad about myself and I really wish other people's opinions on how I looked and things like that didn't get in the way of my everyday life but it does. All of this to say that I do seek validation from other people and I know in my heart that I'm pretty and that I'm beautiful and I'm all of these things, but if someone's not actively telling me that or if someone's telling me the opposite, like, oh, I think you're ugly, then that will stick with me so, so hard and my self-esteem would be so, so crushed because I cannot bounce back from something like that because I seek validation from other people. I wish I wasn't that way. So this is all to say that I am not perfect when it comes to this journey. And some of you may be perfect when it comes to this journey. You may have figured it all out. And if you have, please DM me and tell me your secrets because I want to know. I want to get better when it comes to this. This entire episode is just to let you guys know kind of my journey when it comes to this and to kind of give you comfort and let you know that you are not alone. I'm still struggling with this and we can, you know, form an alliance and kind of be there for each other and help each other out and just know that it's normal and it's okay and everything's fine. So I'm not going to sit here and, you know, be one of those podcasts that yells at you and be like, stop seeking validation from other people because of X, Y, Z, because it's not, it's not easy like that. You can't just say, stop doing something that you've been doing since sixth grade. It's just not going to happen, especially when it's more mentally a mentally thing. Like you can't just stop because if it was something that could just stop, number one, I would have stopped a really long time ago because this affects me mentally a lot and my self-esteem a lot and it's not fun, not pretty, not anything that I would want anyone else to go through, but I know a lot of people go through it. And number two, if I had the ability to stop, then this episode would be like how to stop seeking validation from other people, but I don't know how. So that's why I'm having this open and honest conversation with you guys and hoping that it kind of helps, brings you comfort, and maybe puts some things in perspective for you. We are all going to get through this journey together, even if we never stop seeking validation from other people. Maybe that's just life and maybe that's just normal and I'm making this a really big thing when it's something that's, you know, a lot of people go through. I don't know if I'm the only one or if I'm one of many. You never know. But all of this to say that we're going to get through this. We are going to get stronger and maybe one day all of this will just be a thing of the past and we kind of just fade out out of all of it and I hope that's what happens. Also, let me know in the comments of my Instagram if you like this new style of episode where I'm just kind of being more of myself and we're just having an open conversation, less structured, more sitting back and chatting like the title intended. Unfortunately, that is all I have for today's episode of Sit Back and Chat. Thank you so much for joining me here today and if you made it to the end, I really appreciate you giving my podcast a chance. I hope to see you tuning into my next episode and showing your everlasting support. Remember to be here each and every week on Tuesday for Tune In Tuesday and to tell your friends and family to check out the podcast as well. Make sure to follow the podcast on Instagram at sitbackandchat.podcast. Also, be sure to check out all of the links in the episode's description box. 
Thank you so much for sitting back and chatting with me here today. Thank you for getting through all of the rants about standardized testing and whatever else I talked about that was super random, but maybe you enjoyed it. I mean, I like random things. I'm all over the place, indecisive. I mean, you'll just see more of me as these episodes go on and it's more in a less structured format. I'm a Gemini. What can I say? Not to make it about astrology, but we're known for being all over the place. So you signed up to listen to this. So enjoy. But anyways, until next time, this has been your wonderful host, Brooklyn B, and have a wonderful rest of your day. <laughs>